Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 95 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. Big week, a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, not really in the terms of, I guess, rugby news, but just for me and the snake drafts and all that good stuff. But we'll get into all that as the show goes along. We'll start the show off the same way we do every week, and that's why jumping into the breakdown. So, like I said, not too much rugby news this week, in all honesty, uh, but there's a couple things I wanted to touch on. And, of course, we'll start with the XO news. But the biggest XO news came from last week, actually, last Friday. It was that Colorado XO captain and scrum half Michael Bandy signed with the Los Angeles Chargers of the NFL. And this was kind of, you know, this is the first time, obviously, a member of the Exos has made the jump back to professional football. Bandy, if you remember, came on the show back at the beginning of May and talked about his decision to leave the program a little bit early and go compete in the spring league and just kind of see if that turned into a football opportunity. And as fate would have it, it did. And he got a shot in the NFL, which is awesome. And this was an avenue that I think a lot of people that are involved with the program, you know, that's something they thought about, you know. And that's like more of a, a reason for people to come try it out, I guess, if you are an ex-football player, wrestler, or anything else, just uh, looking for something to do before you have to get a, a job and you're looking for a way to keep in shape and keep fit and then maybe see what happens. That's exactly what happened for Michael Bandy. So I know people had thought about the possibility of a guy coming and, and playing rugby for a few months and then, you know, getting a shot in the NFL, which I think is overall a good thing for the program as a whole. But I don't think anyone thought it would happen this quickly. I'm not sure a lot of people thought it would happen, you know, right, you know, in the first season. And that's exactly what's happened with Michael Bandy. So, uh, I, you know, I put on the microphone every week almost and talked about the updates that of what the spring he was having in the spring league and just, you know, how much he was lighting it up. And uh, I think rugby has probably a little bit to do with that. Like I said, keeping in shape and, you know, so he was ready for when, when the call came. Uh, and I kept saying, you know, don't be surprised if he makes an NFL roster in time for a training camp. And well, he did. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he makes a run at a roster spot as camp goes along and they get into the preseason stuff. He's in great shape. He's that much more versatile of, a, of an athlete and a player after having played rugby for these six months. You know, he's been working on his tackling over the course of that time. He's going to have to make the team on special teams most likely. So, you know, he's kind of built, you know, this resume over these last couple of months to make a run at a special team spot. And I think, you know, I'm not saying like, I think he probably could. There's a, there's a, I see a scenario in which he does make a run at a roster spot. So I'm going to look forward to see how training camp goes for him. And obviously we'll update everyone on how things are going uh, when those updates come through. So big congrats to Michael Bandy. Wish him the best of luck and go make the Chargers, man. That's awesome stuff. So congrats to him. Kind of is all the XO news I wanted to get into. You know, Jalen Robinson played again last week in the California Cup for the Giltinis. Uh, they knocked off the San Diego Legion. So good for Jalen continuing to log minutes. That's only going to help his development as a player. But that kind of does it for the XO news this week. I'll go ahead and move into some uh, some sevens news in the in the last piece of the breakdown. It's seven season, summer seven season. It's a uh, you know one of the funnest times to be a rugby fan with the Olympics right around the corner. Sevens is so awesome to watch, and um, this is going to be the first taste for a lot of people. Or a lot of more people have gotten into rugby over these last couple of years. So looking forward to seeing you know these teams that they put forth towards the seven side in Olympics, and uh, we've get our first look at just kind of their tune up this week 
with the quest for gold sevens taking place in Los Angeles. So the women's team has officially been announced for the Olympics and, and they're going to make a serious run for a medal. The men's team has not been officially announced yet, but they did release the roster for this weekend sevens tournament in Las Vegas or in Los Angeles, excuse me. Uh, and there's two names on there that I was honestly pretty surprised to, to see. And that's Perry Baker and uh, Falau Niua. I, I always have trouble saying his last name. Uh, but Falau hasn't played since, you know, he's been, he got injured in Paris in 2019. And Perry obviously busted up his leg at the Madrid Sevens tournament that took place a couple months ago. Um, so it's awesome to see those guys in the mix again. And, and if, you know, they can play uh, like they have in the past, they're going to be serious additions to the team. Uh, team that I think everybody has high hopes for in this Olympics coming up here in less than a month. Uh, one name that wasn't on that roster was Nate Ebner. That's because Nate Ebner has withdrawn from the camp as he recovers from a surgery that he had after the NFL season. So I'll go ahead and read you this statement that he put out a couple of days ago. Pains me to announce my withdrawal from competing for a spot in the Tokyo Olympics with the USA Men's Sevens. After the 2020 NFL season, I had an injury that required off-season surgery while my recovery is on track for the next football season. Fortunately, the timetables did not align with the trials for the games. Thank you to USA Rugby for welcoming me back into the squad like a family, and thank you to the players working so hard to make the Olympic team help the United States bring home a medal. I'd also like to thank the New York Giants for their support as I chase another dream. Look forward to the 2021 NFL season and will continue to work hard every day to be ready. Finally, thank you to all those who supported my journey thus far. Your encouragement has been amazing and motivates me to keep pushing forward. So big bummer for Nate, but we wish him the best. We hope that he gets healthy in a hurry and he has a good football season. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that sevens and all the rugby that you can watch, which we will talk about right now. So we've got the Premiership Rugby Final. That's Exeter versus Harlequins on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. You can catch that match on Peacock. We've got the Quest for Gold Sevens, like I just mentioned. You can watch the men play Argentina, Great Britain, and Korea, and watch the women play Great Britain, Mexico, and Jamaica. That all gets started at 2.35 p.m. Mountain Time on Friday afternoon, and we'll finish up at 7.55 p.m. Mountain Time on Saturday evening, so you really have two full days of rugby. So all that stuff will be broadcast live on the USA Rugby social media channel, so it's going to be nice and easy to find. Uh, so make sure you check that out. It's going to be fun to watch and you get a sneak preview of what the, the team's going to look like before the Olympics. Uh, Mexico women stepped in. I should add this. They were just added on Thursday as Kenya men and women are unable to compete. Sounds like they got to jump through a lot of COVID hoops and they're just not going to make it. So Mexico stepped in. Be a good opportunity for the, those ladies to get a run as well. Um, like I said, the Olympic team for the women has been announced, so it'll be good to watch them in this tune-up, and it'll be good to kind of see where the men stand as they get ready to name a team. So it's going to be going to be a fun weekend, a lot of good rugby to watch. Uh, moving into that, we'll talk about Major League Rugby's round 15. Let me pull up the schedule right here. So first, we got Rugby United New York at the Toronto Arrows. That will be on Saturday at 2.30 p.m. Mountain Time. You can catch that one on the Rugby Network. We've got Nola Gold at the New England Free Jacks on Saturday at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. That will be on CBS Sports Network. And on Saturday at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, we have Utah Warriors at the Houston Sabercats. That one will be on the Rugby Network. Big game for Utah as they continue to keep that hold on second place and try to walk down the Giltinis a little bit. On Saturday at 6 p.m. also, we have Old Glory DC at Rugby ATL. That match will also be on the Rugby Network. 
And then to round out Saturday, we have the Austin Gilgronies at San Diego Legion. That will take place at 8 p.m. on Saturday night, and that will be on Fox Sports 1. And then the final match of the weekend will take place at 8 p.m. Mountain Time uh, on Sunday night. That will be the Los Angeles Giltinis at the Seattle Seawolves. I'm heading to that game this weekend. Looking forward to checking that out. Should be a fun one. So that's good rugby, a lot of meaningful rugby in the MLR world as a lot of these teams are trying to keep their playoff dreams alive and uh, keep a hold of the spots that they do have. So should be a good weekend, lots of rugby to watch. Make sure you, you carve out some time in your schedule for that this weekend. Moving into the interview portion of the show, we've got Colorado XO and LA Giltini lock Sean Clark. Uh, caught up with Sean about his experience with the XOs this season and the Giltinis. Uh, it sounds like he was on a, a one-week trial type of thing. I know as he his body got pretty banged up this year, so he's he's resting up and getting ready for this fall uh, stuff that they've got going on with the XOs. Asked him about some of his teammates that have been on the move. Asked him about David Still. Asked him about Jalen, you know, Maake from a couple months ago, and of course Michael Bandy. They were roommates. I actually forgot about that till I was talking to him. Uh, just you know, touched base with him on what the rest of his summer looks like and how he's uh, preparing to to get back into some rugby here in a little bit. So. With that introduction, let's go kick it to my conversation with Colorado XO and L.A. Giltini Lock, Sean Clark. All right. Uh, welcome back onto the show, Colorado XO Lock and, and L.A. Giltini Lock, Sean Clark. Sean, how's it going, man? Hey, Colton. I'm doing well, man. Yeah, Sean, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to come chat with me. Uh, you've, had, you've had a crazy couple of weeks. I guess you had a crazy couple of months, man. So just tell me what these last few weeks have been like for you. Yeah, uh, definitely been a lot of travel. Just uh, back and forth, you know, from Denver back to, you know, the East Coast, East Coast to L.A. Um, and, uh, you know, then back again. So, you know, it's just been a, been a hectic few weeks. And uh, but it's, it's been fun, man. It's been a good time. Yeah, it has kind of been a whirlwind, a whirlwind man. That's uh, You've had quite the, the interesting couple of months, like coming into rugby, you know, not being familiar with the sport at all. Even back in January, I remember talking to you. Um, and you've come a long way now. You got, you know, you were in L.A. for a week ago, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Just tell me what that experience was like, I guess. Did you, did you expect to progress so fast? Um, you know, I went out there with a, a very open mind, uh, just ready to learn and just kind of soak everything in. Um, I think the two biggest things I, I was expecting uh, to take away from, you know, being out in LA was just number one, the culture, um, you know, being around the coaches, the uh, in, in locker room around the guys and just getting to know them, you know, and to see how they operate and, you know, what makes them so good, you know, and it's a lot of that came from, you know, their lock, their locker room and their, their camaraderie and, you know, and, and just how well they, they mesh together. So um, that was a, you know, a great learning uh, experience for myself and uh, also just, you know, being on the field and, and getting used to the pace of play. And, and that, that was, you know, just a, a big benefit for myself as well. So for sure. Can you fill the people in on the specifics of, of the, of your time with the Giltinis? Yeah, man. So, uh, we went out there, uh, myself and, and Jalen Robinson, um, they both, they brought us both out there, uh, for the, for the week there to work out and, you know, just to get in front of them, just to see us move. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it consisted a lot of, you know, getting to know the guys, number one, um, you know, we spent a lot of time with, uh, being around just a bunch of different people and, you know, getting to know the team and, and two, just, you know, in the meeting room, um, we, we did watch a lot of film, um, you know, and, and then on the field, just lots of reps. So uh, really a work week, but also, uh, you know, a good, uh, you know, just a good uh, overall time and experience as well. You know, a learning experience, more or less. For sure. Uh, for the, 
for an entire week, you know, and, and just kind of made the most of it. How different was that from like the experience you had with the XOs for these last five months? Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's two different, um, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, because I mean, with, with the Giltinis too, you're around guys that have played rugby for literally their entire life. Whereas with the XOs, it was everybody was kind of learning at the same rate. Exactly, and and that's what makes it so different. But actually, it, you know, that it was nice to to experience two different extremes. Um, you know, to ha- we have such a different uh, camaraderie and you know bond on the XOs, and um, you know, just from being in the football locker room and you know, just being of other sports, you know, we just have a mix of so many different athletes and, you know, we have a cool, cool brotherhood out there, but, you know, just to see the way, you know, everyone comes together and, and, you know, how the tight, you know, close knit group that they have out there, the way they run the ship, you know, it's, it's, it was really, uh, you know, eye opening. So it was really, uh, you know, I, I, you know, so I have the best of both worlds, you know, so. For sure. Uh, how much did, you know, how much easier was that week and that, you know, the taking that leap to go out to LA, with Jilin and Maake already being out there, that I'm sure that made it a little bit easier and a nice, like, easier transition, right? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, Jilin and I are, are really close anyway. Um, you know, Jilin's probably one of my best friends in, in Colorado. You know, we spent a lot of time together. And then, uh, um, you know, Maake and I were, were close when he was in Colorado as well. So, you know, to have both of them there was definitely huge and, and you know, it, was, it made the transition easy. Um, but I think, you know, the overall transition was, was easy as well, just cause you know, the guys on the team were, were so cool and, and, you know, willing to take us in. For sure. Uh, Sean, I want to ask you a little bit uh, about the XO season now that, uh, it's been kind of a month since it's ended. Uh, so do you remember the moment that you kind of caught the rugby bug? I, I know I remember talking to you after that, that new Orleans match. Was that it? Was that when you realized like, man, this is fun or was there another yeah. time? No, I would say that was, you know, that was my first initial, like, holy shit. Like, you know, this is like, I, I thoroughly enjoy this man. Like, yeah, that, that was, that definitely was the moment. Um, you know, I couldn't stop smiling after the game and like, you know, I, I was dying, you know, while I was on the field and like, just that experiencing that was, you know, so, you know, it was just, it was a great experience, man. So right. yeah, the game was definitely the first time for sure and you you scored the second try in that match so the second try ever for the xos and was that your favorite moment do you have a favorite moment of the season that kind of sticks out in your mind um i would have to say um you know when we played the harpooners at home i would say that first that first game um you know just being in our home stadium and like having having come so far throughout the year up to that point um this you know the harpooners were you know our first real um, solid test right? and you know, to be at home and to see us battle, you know, for a full 80 minutes and, you know, to have Mose be on the field with us at time, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's, you know, it's so funny. It's crazy. Like it's, it really is, you know, it's crazy. We're on the field of the legend. So I'd probably say that that first home game with the Harpooners, um, you know, it was just a, a great game first of all. And, and it was a really a test of like our, you know, our progression as a team. For sure. And obviously a heartbreaker, but it was also matched on the less. And like you said, getting to play at home for the first time in these weird COVID year circumstances and this, you know, hopefully there's not too much more of a, of that time away. It's not what it's sounding like at least. Um, uh, yeah. So I guess moving into the next one, uh, 
I guess, how much have you seen, I guess, like speaking of Jalen, and you can include yourself in this, obviously, like how much have you seen your guys' game improve over these last six months? And then especially, you know, Jalen's logging minutes with the best team in the MLR now. What, what have you seen out, out of Jalen and yourself? Um, you know, first of all, I think it's, you know, as a whole squad, um, as an XO squad, you know, we saw a major jump in progression from start to end of the year. Right. And that was just a testament to, you know, like how strong willed we were about, you know, what we're doing, you know, in our, in our mission here. Um, so, you know, that's a shout out to the boys just for, you know, I just want to give everyone a shout out, you know, for everyone. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Taking that so seriously and us progressing so well, but, um, I would say, you know, just experiencing that week in LA with us, I would say, you know, has been the biggest, um, the boost for, you know, Julian and myself, especially Julian now logging minutes. Um, those are so, so valuable, you know, right. And to around guys that have you know the game so well and that are going to instantly, you know, make you elevate your game and understand the flow of rugby, you know, it's, he's going to come back so much better and so much smarter, you know, and just ready to, to work and to be a leader and, you know, and, and I, myself as well. So, you know, I, I'd definitely say the last week has been huge. For sure. Uh, Sean, I got to ask what that you capped your week off with that match at the Coliseum. What was that like? Had you been to the Coliseum before? No, actually, that was my first time. Um, my first time being to the West Coast actually was this year going to out play in LA. Right. So, um, you know, being in the Coliseum, number one, like you walk up to the stadium, you know, well, the bus pulls up and, and you just instantly feel like the, you know, the history of the area, like, you know, the Olympics and like you just feel, yeah. you know, history of football. So it's definitely, you know, it was incredible. And it's like, wow, you just got to kind of take everything in, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it looked awesome. I know it's on my bucket list for sure, especially since there's a rugby being played out there. Now I need to go check it out. Uh, I got to ask you, too, there's a question I've asked a couple of different people. I even asked Mark Bullock this. So we're speaking on Jalen, and, of course, uh, David still also signed with the Austin Go Gronies. <laughs> I know where this is going. Who, who hits harder, man? Who's the hardest hitter? Who's the thumper? Mark Bullock, Mark, Mark Bullock didn't really answer. He, he gave me like a coach speak. Well, it's different, you know? So let's hear it. <laughs> I think Coach is right. It is different. However, Jalen is just if you ever if you ever have been hit by Jalen, like you you never want to be hit by him again, especially <laughs> and Dave definitely is a is a thumper and but his weight is not you know, it's not the same as Jalen's. Right. I've never I haven't Pretty. seen Jalen go backwards yet, man. I just that's I haven't There's, seen it. That's the thing. He just uses his body so well and, and David's such a raw, you know, crazy freak athlete and you know, he does a little bit of everything great. So um but I'm gonna give it to my boy, my boy Jalen. Okay, noted. That I'll put that in the log. It's been updated. Yeah. I'm trying to get a full tally on it. Um no straight answer. <laughs> but I'm I'm here, I'm here for you, bro. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. That's why that's why I could always count on you, Sean. I appreciate that. <laughs> I wanted to ask you about Michael Bandy, too. I'm sure you saw he signed with the Chargers last week. Just what was it like being around him, you know, this year? He seemed like an all-business type of guy. I uh, had him on the show, yeah. of course, talking about it. Just tell me a little bit about, about Michael Bandy. Are you surprised to yeah. see him get this opportunity? Yeah, so shout-out my roomie, uh, El Bandito, uh, OG Bands, the captain. Um, so, you know, Bandy is just a guy, like I said, that does uh, everything right every day. Um it never takes a day off. So I'm not definitely not surprised uh, by this, you know, and, and by him finally getting signed. Um, it's, it's his opportunity and his time was coming, um, you know, but he, he's just a testament to his, 
his willpower as a person. You know, he's so he's so versatile and he can play, you know, he plays two professional sports and, you know, he does everything right every day, you know, to be great at what he does, no matter where he is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just a matter of time before, you know, he his opportunity did come. So I'm just extremely happy for him, for sure. I am too. I like Bandy a lot. He seems like a, a no-nonsense type of guy. Uh, and I'm hoping I could, you know, I can see, I could see this working out for him, honestly. Like he gets in there and, and he makes a team on special teams. He's been practicing tackling for the last six months. So he's got that covered, right? And he right, stayed right. in shape, working out at altitude. That's all going in his, in his, uh, his way. And that's the thing. He's in the best shape of his life right now. Um, so it couldn't have been a better time. You know, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. So he lit up. Yeah. He's one of those guys that can go in and definitely make you know make the fifty three man for sure. For sure, I'm, I'm counting on it. I think that'll be awesome. Uh, best of, best of luck to Bandy for sure. And then Sean, I guess one more question I want to ask before I let you go, man. Just what's the rest of summer look like for you? Um, right now, uh, I just got to focus on uh, what I have in front of me and just get my body healthy and and in my mind right for uh, the fall. But um, I still got to you know settle some things between Colorado and LA, and I look forward to uh, you know the future mm-hmm. and uh, more or less you know this this trip coming up in the fall, um, getting to play in that seventh tournament for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to take it one day at a time, man. And like I said, just uh, just get better and, and come back even, you know, stronger and faster and, you know, mentally more mentally prepared than I was uh, in, in the spring. It's got to be nice knowing, like, what you're getting yourself into actually this time, right? I'm sure yeah, that's a... uh, and two of, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> to, to understand where I'm going and, you know, and to have goals set, you know, for myself, you know. Right. I'm, you know, our ultimate goal is to, is to you know, make, play for our country. And, you know, that's there's no greater honor. So that's where my head's at. And, yeah. You know, I continue to work for. Well, you're well on your way, my friend. Sean, are you playing any golf this summer? Yes. Um, I will be. You can catch me uh, about tw- two to three times a week in uh, uh, northern New York and central New Jersey. I'm jealous, um, man. I need I have played one time this year. It's just been so hard to get a tee time doing a lot of different things. <laughs> So when you get back in town, we'll get some on the books, man. We definitely need to get around in, brother. Yes, let's do it. All right, Sean, thanks so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Colin. Good to talk to you, bro. All right, I hope everyone enjoyed that conversation with Colorado XO and LA Guiltini Lock, Sean Clark. Big thank you to Sean for taking some time out of his day to come chat with me. Always good catching up with Sean. Uh, got to know him pretty well this year. He's a great guy. So big shout out to Sean for, for chatting with me for a little bit. This is where we would move into the required reading portion of the show, but I'm giving everyone required reading off this week. I want you to keep your schedule clear to watch the sevens this weekend. Make sure you check out the Quest for Gold sevens on USA Rugby Facebook page or social media channels, excuse me. Uh, I want to keep your schedule nice and clear to make sure you, you go and check that out. And I want you to do that because I want you to go listen to the snake draft that we put out on Wednesday. We're going to be putting out a lot more of those snake drafts. This is my transition into the loop. So, uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. Sounds like everyone else has been having a good time. Got another one in the bank. We should have another one done by tomorrow. So we're going to be running through these with every beat. So if you like the CSU one, hopefully you like the CU one. Hopefully you like the Nuggets one. Hopefully you like the Broncos one. Uh, want to do at one a week at least until we get up to the Olympics. And I think I think it'll be a good time. It's fun to to imagine and you know look back on some of these teams that you've been watching for our whole life and say you know what yeah it would be cool if this guy played rugby. Uh, the best way you can keep up with all that stuff that we've got going on at DNVR is to follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore rugby. 
uh, and at Colton Strickler. That's also how you vote in the polls to determine the winner of the snake drafts. So make sure you're doing that if you, you know, and if you think we forgot somebody, let us know on Twitter. Let us know in the comments. We got a lot of that yesterday, which I love to see our guy, Big Pinkelman, chimed in on what he thinks makes a good crossover athlete. So that's always a good piece of, uh, you know, insight to have as well. Trying to get Ben on the podcast to, to break down our rosters a little bit. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm heading out to Seattle this weekend, going to check out the Seawolves take on the Los Angeles Giltinis. Looking forward to catching some former Raptors in action, looking forward to catching some former XOs, uh, and also looking forward to getting to the bottom of why Seattle always plays on Sunday. So we'll be asking around. So we'll bring my recorder and try to get some, some answers for everybody. Cause I know I'm not the only one with a question. I think that's what they always used to say in school, right? If you had a question, if you have a question, don't be scared to ask it because somebody else probably has the same question. Uh, what I'm not looking forward to this weekend is how hot it's going to be out there. I was hoping for some nice, cool Pacific Northwest weather. Uh, and that's actually what Denver is going to get while I'm gone. It's going to be 100 degrees while I'm in Seattle. So that's a bummer. So I hope everyone enjoys the nice, cool weather. A little break from the heat that we've been getting hit with these last couple of weeks. Uh, that's that's my show for the week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, like I said, go listen to the snake drafts. Hope you enjoyed them. I certainly enjoy making those and I'm looking forward to a fun couple of weeks, all that stuff as we get ready for the Olympics. So, uh, thanks everyone for tuning into the show. I hope you had a great week. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll catch you all back here next Wednesday for our next snake draft.